How's it going? Going good. All right, Hal, uh, you're a guest on the show. Uh, you've, you've been here before. Indeed. Uh, why don't you tell some of the new people uh, a little bit about yourself? Just a quick, uh, quick intro. Well, uh, I'm a copywriter by trade. i um, worked at a couple of different agencies around Texas, uh, advertising agencies, and uh, now I've also worked on the corporate side. So I've seen a little bit of both worlds and everything from print to online and reputation management and public relations and really the whole gamut. Great, great. Now, I know you, you Twitter a lot. That's true. I do the uh, tweets. You do the tweets. Uh, I see you, you got a few followers. A few. And uh, I remember when you first started tweeting, well, actually, we had a discussion a long time ago. And you said, ah, Twitter. What's, what's the use of Twitter? I don't, <laughs> I don't Twitter. And I was telling you, oh, what a great tool this Twitter is. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't believe me. I didn't believe you initially. That's because I live by skepticism first. I wasn't prepared to go at it until I found a use for it. Mm -hmm. But I found a use for it. And it's actually served me pretty well. And your first, your first name, your first Twitter handle on there, what, what, what was it? My first Twitter handle was Copydemic, which was a, obviously a combination of the word copy and the word epidemic. Um, it was a little gimmicky, I have mm -hmm. to admit, but mm -hmm. I, was, I was trying to be clever, perhaps a little too hard. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, limited success with that name. Yeah, and it seems like I made a suggestion you to switch your name, your Twitter handle, to your real name. Indeed you did. And, and it seems uh, like it's, it's had a, a positive effect. It certainly has. Um, I'm glad to say that I've gotten, I've gotten followers on an easier basis using my name as a Twitter handle. Mm -hmm. um, it certainly made me easier to find online. It's helped make my image more cohesive by being identified by that name everywhere. And um, at least for me personally, not being someone on the order of copy blogger or copy hack or something like that, um, mm -hmm. It seems to help build the trust of being a real person. And in fact, another suggestion you made to trade out the sort of logo-esque uh, picture for an actual photo of my face. That's right. That's right. Um, actually also did a lot, a lot to help that out. It, I hate to say it, but you were right. It seems to help people, <laughs> it, it seems to help people connect and consider you more right. of a real person. And that seems to make them uh, trust you more. Right. I think so. I mean, now with, I mean, with Facebook. Um, and, and again, with Twitter, a lot of people using their real names or you know their real names for a Twitter handle. Seems like the web's going more to towards a personal, uh, you know, uh, a personal connection with people, Certainly. other than these faceless. You know, when, when the web first started out, you had all these faceless, <laughs> you know, people uh, without profile pictures. You know, with yeah. some kind of crazy name, uh, like stalker for you or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, certainly, um, certainly the personal aspect seems to be coming out more and more online and people overall, I think, as social media evolves, are rejecting a lot of the slick corporate stuff. Um, so even if you are a corporate entity, you know, just looking more like an, a Joe that walks down the street seems to get people, uh, people's trust. So how, uh, you know, you mentioned a little while ago about um, how the tables have turned, and now it's it's strange to see, you know, like a like a Twitter account without a real name on there. Uh, whereas it used to be reverse. It used to be everybody had sort of a fake name, and and now we're going towards a real name. Right, right. When um when it first started out, I think there was still a lot of the attitude of 
a more traditional marketing approach that push marketing you know I am a brand I'm gonna say exactly what I want to look at and sound like and a really controlled um, for the lack of a better word slick message and image um, I think as people continue to become more resistant and look for more genuine feedback less formulated responses from real individuals as opposed to hearing the pre-crafted marketing carefully crafted marketing messages of large companies uh, that are that are obviously looking to sell them something I think that's influenced a lot of the shift to that model um, you know certainly big companies don't need to misrepresent themselves as mm -hmm. individuals big companies can still like like big companies because that's what they are but um, I think people assume that if you do use that sort of logo graphical approach as opposed to the mm -hmm. personal approach we've been talking about right. um, you can actually get lumped into that and people have an inherent distrust of that sort mm -hmm. of um, that sort of slickness mm -hmm. and I think it brings a lot of, a lot of courtesy back to the web when, when you know when you have your real name real Twitter handle I think I think people think twice uh, before they spout out uh, <laughs> some hatred uh, and a lot of the things that are that are making the web kind of a, a not so good place. I mean, you look at the YouTube mm -hmm. comments. You know, if you see a YouTube video, I mean, just horrific right. comments on there. And and the people, you know, everybody's faceless on there uh, with some crazy handle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and yeah. all they're, all they're doing is just disrespecting people. Mm -hmm. Certainly, um, certainly, there will always be a craze, uh, a place for the crazies and the mm -hmm. the nutty hatred and people. So, who so be YouTube has become the haven for crazies. <laughs> well, I think there are always going to be people who are going to be okay being identified mm -hmm. like that. But I think you do raise a good point that anonymity fuels that. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they've done. I'm not going to say they've done studies. I think they have that have shown that the more anonymity someone has. Mm -hmm the crazier it gets. When you get mm -hmm. to take the face away and put mm -hmm. a handle on it, people get right. crazier to one point. And when um, when you don't even have to have a consistent handle, you get to have right. a one-time handle to put a comment on something, people just get outright crass and, you know, hateful. Right, right. And uh, going back to the real Twitter handle thing, originally I had my, my Twitter handle as KMO78, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of a, a random uh, Twitter handle. And then I changed my name because I read somewhere about, you know, thinking you know it might have been a good idea to have your full name mm -hmm. in there because really when you think about it I mean your name your name is your brand right when you when you when it comes down to it um, so I mean I, I kind of found the same things that you found you know you got increased you know follower count uh, people people respond to you more because mm -hmm. uh, you're a real person they see your picture um, obviously if they link out they're gonna just they're gonna see a blog or, or your website and obviously gives you a lot more credibility so I think uh, a lot of people, when they see somebody following them uh, or replying to them, they're going to check out who this person is. Right. You know, and I think you know if you want them to respond back to you, and you have your real name, and you know they can verify who you are. Mm -hmm. I think the chances of you getting a response from somebody who is what they call an influencer. Yeah. Even though I I, I despise that term, but that's <laughs> that's the term that's out there now. Right. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think your chances are are, are greater. Well, certainly, I think um, I think having your act yourself out there sort of adds to the credibility. I think people look at um, the faceless, nameless thing, and can assume a certain amount of lack of confidence, or that you're somehow hiding mm -hmm. um, because you don't want to be seen. You know, mm -hmm. you're sort of in the shadows and anonymous. Mm -hmm. And if you say anything on there, it won't come back on you. Right. But um, to be able to to see you, to know who you are, says I'm not afraid of 
what people think about what I'm saying. I'm, I own it. That certainly gives a certain amount mm -hmm. of credibility. And I also think being able to um, to cross-reference you across the web. You know, if I go and find right. Ken Mariko online right now, then right. I know I can I can search for him, right. and he's going to show up in all these different places across the web. I can I can find him on LinkedIn, and I can mm -hmm. find him on you know Facebook or whatever mm -hmm. other channels are available. Yeah. I think people don't realize how how easily Twitter can be sort of sort of hacked and manipulated. Right. As far as uh, Twitter accounts, I mean, I mean, I can, you know, obviously I've done some some programming with Twitter before, and um, clearly, you know, someone can easily write an algorithm that gets a lot of followers fairly quickly. Although there are some some sort of stops that, that Twitter puts in place. Right. Uh, for instance, you can't have more than like two thousand. Uh, people or you can't follow more than 2,000 people above wherever you're at mm -hmm. um, as far so, as your own followers right as far as your own followers or people that you're following so in other words if I'm following 2,000 people I can't get to 5,000 people mm -hmm. unless some of them follow me back right so you just can't follow an endless number of people yeah um, <clears throat> but you can certainly write an algorithm that you know over time collects followers mm -hmm. and then you can unsubscribe or unfollow certain people and right. uh, and so yeah, things things can be manipulated that way. And and I think also um, the the personalization of it can help because there are tools out there, as I'm sure you know, mm -hmm. um, that will auto follow people, and you can you can select thresholds and how many people I follow a day and unfollow right. if they don't follow me in a week, and yep. do it by keywords and things. Um, so I think it makes it easier when you're actually looking through at the people that follow you if you if you actually care. Mm -hmm. um, who you're following back if right. you cared about the quality of that um, I think being able to to see and, and research a person mm -hmm. um, help out a lot yeah and I think too I think a lot of people forget about you know credibility on Twitter um, you see some a lot of people have you know four or five thousand followers but they're following four or five thousand people yeah uh, I think if you want to establish any kind of credibility mm -hmm. uh, you want to have more followers you know, if you can do that, but not everybody can do that. I mean, I right. certainly, I, I don't have that. I don't think, I don't think you do either. No, no. Um, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that I've got a small but extremely tailored set of followers mm -hmm. and people that I follow. I don't just follow anybody who follows me, and I don't follow anybody I can find online. Right. Um, I'm following people for very specific reasons that fall into a very specific category, and I think that's, um, you know, the social media equivalent of niche publishing. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to be everything to everybody as long as you can own your niche um, that can be a very powerful tool mm -hmm. so how uh, do you have any advice for people out there uh, you using Twitter and I know you, you do some of it for work uh, obviously you're active with your personal account right uh, do you have any any, any tips or anything uh, that you want to share for people people getting in, into Twitter yeah um, obviously the one we talked about a lot at the beginning of this was unless you have some sort of incredible super brand already built like you know a copyright a copy blogger or a Swiss miss from the design world um, go ahead and go ahead and belly up to the table and use your real name use mm -hmm. a picture of yourself uh, because that's going to do a lot more for you than some sort of carefully crafted brand type image, um, and all the and all the aspects we've talked about. Also, um, as trite as it sounds, be genuine. 
I mean, unless you're a complete dick and just mm -hmm. have no social skills, right. then you should not be yourself because that right. would be bad. But, right. um, you know, be a little bit genuine. Be just a tiny bit vulnerable. Express an opinion or two because uh, those are the sorts of things that make you seem like a real person and the kind of people want to follow real people. If all you do is put headline news up all the time, they're going to treat you like a news bot. Um, That's right. Yeah, it's important to mix it up sort of with, uh, you know, some personal comments and some retweets and right. just stuff that you find. Also makes you look a little more human, a little more personal. Yeah, so, you know, if, if you are doing it on a more professional level like I am, don't be afraid to throw in something occasionally in there about, you know, this movie was great or, mm -hmm. um, you know, I am drenched from the rain. You don't have to, you know, don't go to the crazy mm -hmm. extent of, I am eating a sandwich. I am eating some fries. Um, that some people can do tweeting right. every aspect of their life, but right. give people a little flavor that lets them know you're a real human being. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's it, too. And plus, I think it shows your personality, too. I mean, I think people will be able to rate, relate to you better. Definitely. You know, when they see sort of your personal interests and the things that make you laugh and, uh, you know, the things that, that you want to share. Yeah, uh, and um, I mean... You know, if you're if you're looking at it from a, a business perspective, you know, trying to use it to to warm up people for an eventual job lead or an eventual business lead, um, having that connection already established with that personalization will help uh, warm that lead up considerably. Because if if you're following each other back and forth on Twitter for three months, six months before you ever try to make some sort of a, a sale or a play or anything like that. Um, that lead is always going already going to be ready for you. They're going to mm -hmm. feel like they know you before you even make the pitch, and that is that is worth its weight mm -hmm. in gold. And, and I've heard of people using Twitter to sort of like cold call, but within Twitter. In other words, look for work. Yeah. You know, because you can set up these searches through Twitter. Right. You know, hey, someone's looking for a copywriter. Somebody's looking for web designer, whatever. Oh, for sure. And you find them, and you you can just reach out to people. Uh huh. One of the really useful things about some of the apps available online, uh, not online, but just some of the apps available uh, to use alongside Twitter are th that they allow you to create columns or items like that that let mm -hmm. you do certain searches. So you can be alerted when, mm -hmm. you know, for me, for example, Houston mm -hmm. Copywriter comes up in a tweet, that'll show up. So right. I'll be aware of it. Right. You know, if it's, if it's something I want to look into, I already know about mm -hmm. it. Um, I don't have to go scanning the entire internet. Right. It brings things to me. Mm -hmm. Um, great. So, how how can people reach you, Hal? I mean, obviously, you're on Twitter. Do you, do you want to give out your Twitter handle? Yeah, sure. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm at Hal Werner. That's H A L W E R N E R. There's no A in Werner. I promise. I'm not yep. like the I'm not like the Warner Brothers. I get that a lot. <laughs> but uh, once again, that's at Hal Werner, and it's H A L W E R N E R. And I heard you got a website too, right? It's true. Uh, going back to what we were saying about the consistent brand, that's www.howwarner.com. Same spelling. Wow. Sounds like you got everything worked out, man. I don't, Indeed. You're a fountain of knowledge. In fact, you can just Google How Warner and you'll find me all over the place. Wow. All right, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for stopping by the studio. Anytime. <laughs>